0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Paranormal Pets is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1 800 Pet Meds is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to petmeds.com forward slash paranormal to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more.
1: It's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. You're sitting in front of the mirror, getting ready for bed. There's nobody else in the house. You see something move in the corner of your eye. You glance to your right, but you don't see anything. Another minute goes by, and you think you see movement again. So you slowly turn to your left, but again, the room is empty. You turn back around, and staring you face to face in the mirror is a cat. You jump back, because you don't have a cat, and there's no cat in the room... But there he is, staring at you in the mirror. Welcome to Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters. Ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion. With a little cryptozoology thrown in. Now, step into the supernatural world of pets with your
2: Paranormal Pets ghostly host, our ghost host. Hello, and welcome to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandy Stark. I have with me my loyal pug pack, so please ignore any background noises. But tonight we are going to continue our trilogy of dark characters, uh, the dark side of animals. We looked at first at demon dogs, then at demon horses, and now we're going to look at demon cats. Cats, of course, have an interesting folklore and history to them, and uh, there are a few accounts of demon cat hauntings out there, perhaps with good reason. So we will actually get started on that right after these messages.
1: Now time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal Pets will reappear before you can say, Bigfoot, don't run away.
0: Paranormal Pets is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code PARANORMAL10, PARANORMAL, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. How many pets is too many? you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS.
2: Nice costume, Bob. Really went all out. Wow. Comical chicken, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's good.
0: You too, Sherry. That's a real elaborate queen outfit you got there. Very detailed. Hey, guys.
2: Holy crap.
1: Impressive, right? It was actually easier than I thought. I simply just sharpened my hacksaw and then leveled my head against... Okay. There's an easier way to impress your friends this
0: Halloween. BuyCostumes.com Should we call somebody? Go to BuyCostumes.com forward slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and get 12% hacked off your entire order.
1: Passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to Paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski. every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: you hear that. Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host.
2: And welcome back. Well, we are continuing with our Halloween segment on the dark side of our animal companions. And tonight we are looking at the cat. The first topic that I do want to remind folks of is that cats were persecuted very early on as familiars. And I'm going to read a section from Cats as Familiars, Part 1, From Blessed to Persecuted by Elisa Black. Uh, And again, I remind you that a prior episode of Paranormal Pets, I actually had some research that I had written uh, that discussed cats as uh, familiars. Interestingly enough, cats were originally considered to be sacred. So we'll start with this story. There was a cat in the stable in the little town known as Bethlehem at the time that Jesus was born. There is a legend handed down through the ages and it goes as follows. Shortly after the birth of the baby Jesus, his mother Mary was having a really hard time calming her child. She was weary after traveling and giving birth and asked God for his help. Legend says that a mother tabby cat with a new litter of kittens was in the stable at the time and she poked her little tabby head up for Mary to see. The cat then came over and climbed into Mary's lap. About this time, the baby Jesus began to cry again and nothing would calm him down. The cat jumped from Mary's lap and curled up next to the baby Jesus. Mary was unable to remove the cat from the manger. The purring became louder and louder until all of the animals were synchronized by the calming sound. That night, animals and people alike slept well. The next morning, Mary awoke, refreshed, and asked God to bring a blessing on the cat. She traced the letter M on its forehead and that is why all tabby cats have the letter on their forehead. It is the letter of the Madonna and serves as a reminder that God sends extraordinary help in times of need. In the 12th century, there existed a group of men known as the Knights Templar, whose job it was to provide safe passage to the Holy Land. These knights held positions of trust and honor. Eventually, the men succumbed to greed and power. They went from being trusted to hated. During the French Inquisition, the men were arrested and tried and convicted for heresy. They told tales of the devil appearing in the form of a black cat. They admitted to devil worship and sacrificing young girls and babies. This appears to be the first connection between the black cat devil worship, witch superstitions that continue to this day. Pope Gregory IX was the founder of the Papal Inquisition and declared all cats were of the devil and ordered them destroyed. The estimated number of cats burned in Metz France was close to a thousand. Around the same time Pope Innocent VIII instated a law in Christendom that all cats be tortured and killed. Mm. Witchcraft eventually became a felony punishable by death in England in 1542. The law was broadened over the years to include death of the witch and forfeiture of personal property as many were accused of witchcraft for their worldly possessions. The law changed somewhat and eventually witches were tried in common law courts. In layman's terms, this meant that they were hanged instead of burned. Years later, it became a crime to pretend to be a witch. Cats as familiars to witch superstitions became widespread during this era. However, it was more of a partner, helper, protector to the witch than a demonic feline. Now, I will say, familiars are usually considered to be something like lesser demons, so I'll kind of insert that here, and that as lesser demons, they assisted the witch in her spell casting, but to remain undetected, they would take on the forms of uh, cats or dogs, sometimes rodents, sometimes owls or birds, but often they hid themselves in plain sight. So as we move along, there is little information on cats as familiars to the witch during the witch trials in Salem, Massachusetts in 1962. This comes as a surprise, uh, and the author says to me, as I've always associated these trials with a typical black cat-witch scenario. A dog belonging to John Bradsheet was found guilty of witchcraft and hanged. The Salem trials can be traced back to several causes. Politics was one explanation. One part of the town wanted to separate from the other. Contamination of the food supply with ingredients that caused hallucinations was another possibility. Puritans believed in the power of the witch to call upon the devil and harm others. Cold winter days and teenage boredom can also be blamed. There were books involving prophecy and fortune-telling, which were circulating and were popular reading for girls during 1692. There may be references to black cats as familiars during this period cats as familiars to witches has been over exaggerated by both written and video accounts in history and the author says i may be committing a big no-no but i can tell you the subject of my next story as it does tie into this one uh... and she actually has a second part of her story and it's actually on how to obtain a familiar but if you are interested i will actually let you check this out Uh, the website Uh, is actually www.picturesofcats.org backslash cats as familiars part one from blessed to persecuted so the cats as we have discussed uh, actually started off very very well they were emissaries of god uh, for the egyptians goddess technically Uh, they were associated with magical sorceress beings freya uh, Mary to a certain extent as the mother uh, figure and the holder of the powers of Jesus when he was an infant if you want more information on that uh, you can always read the lost gospels the gospels of the infancy etc right, very interesting to actually see how witches go from being something that actually was used to keep down populations of rodents and in plague to something associated with the goddess tradition the feminine and the devil so perhaps it makes some sense that these cats would manifest. And so let's uh, let's start taking a look at some of these darker cat hauntings. The first one actually comes from the Capitol building. And this story I had also read in the uh, Elements Encyclopedia of Ghosts and Hauntings. Interestingly enough. There have been documented sightings of a large black feline ghost called DC for demon cat that haunts the chambers of Congress. I'm not sure that that's the scariest thing haunting the chambers of Congress, but we'll leave politics out of this. Washington DC has had its share of haunted buildings including the White House and the US Capitol building. According to Daniel Cohen, Phantom Animals, the building of the Capitol was begun in 1763. Congress moved in when it was partially built about seven years later. There are tiers of basements and sub-basements connected by tunnels. It is an easy experience for people to get lost in this building. In the 1800s, the Capitol building was infested with rats, so cats were brought in to control the rodents. They did their job well. Today, cats are no longer used to control the rodent population. The only cat that remains is the Phantom, D.C. Basically, it uh, Encounters of the black phantom feline have been reported for years by those who guard the halls at night. Demon a cat only appears at night, and only when the person who sights it is alone. At times, the experience was the only sighting of the cat. Other times, the experience was quite scary. One guard who saw it wants to remain anonymous. It happened on a January night in the 1970s. As he was walking through a passageway, he saw the black cat approach. The phantom appeared to get larger as it walked toward him. Its eyes had a reddish glow. The guard was afraid to move. Finally the phantom reached the size of a tiger and its meowings changed to roars. It crouched and sprang and the guard all he could do was to pray and close his eyes and nothing happened. When the guard opened his eyes the cat had vanished. He told only a few trusted friends about the incident because he was afraid that people would think he was insane. But that he had been under the influence while working, either of which he thought would cost him his job. Some of those who have seen the cat have fled from it in terror. Others reportedly have fainted. When the witnesses to the phantom regained their composure and tried to show others what they saw, the cat had vanished, leaving no trace. It had frequently been cited before a change in the administration. Although no detailed records have been kept of the sightings, it appears that the uh, demon cat is believed to be a bad omen because it is most often seen before great tragic events. It was seen before the crash of 1929, which led to the Great Depression, before JFK's assassination and other national tragedies. There is a second story about a house haunter, which is a feline. A satanic hellfire club allegedly met at a site where it said at least one cat met its fate. In 1968, Margaret and Nicholas O'Brien bought Doer House on Killikey Road in Ireland, a dilapidated building that they planned to renovate and turn into an art center. Some of the workers lived on the property during the remodeling and grew used to ghostly sounds and eerie occurrences. One day, a large black cat appeared then suddenly vanished. The workmen were unsettled. Although there was a legend about the phantom cat, Margaret attributed the men's stories to their imaginations. When she finally saw the creature, she became a believer. The first time the woman saw the black feline that she claimed was the size of a Dalmatian, it was sitting in the hallway, flagstone floor, glaring at her. Every door in the house had been locked prior to and after the phantom account announced its presence and suddenly vanished. In March, artist Tom McCassie and two other men were working in a room when the temperature dropped drastically. Suddenly, the door swung open and a crazy form came into view. Thinking it was somebody playing a joke, McCassie called for it to enter. He told the intruder he could see it. The men momentarily froze in horror when the response was a menacing snarl. Then they saw the figure of a growling black feline with eyes glowing red. Seconds later, they ran from the room in fright. The artist painted a picture of the cat, while the face appears to be humanoid and eerie. It could be the way the features actually appeared, but Macassie thought he saw or a stylized version of the head. In the mid-1700s, Richard Parsons established a satanic branch of the English-based Hellfire Club in Ireland. Occasionally they held their rituals in Dower House. Sources disagree as to the name of one of the members who took part in the demented behavior. Some state it was Richard Bunchapper Whaley, and others, it's Thomas Black Whaley. It has been said that according to legends or facts, the group's debaucheries included devil worship, ritualistic killing of a black cat, worshipping cats as Satan, setting a woman on fire, a deformed man was beaten to death by Whaley and his cohorts, Whaley was enraged that a servant spilled a drink on him, and so he drenched the victim with brandy before torching him. Exorcisms in Killikey In addition to the spectral cat, there was some poltergeist activity. Doors opened by themselves and there were weird sounds. Finally, Margaret asked a priest to perform an exorcism. The activity settled down, but in October 1969, a group of actors decided to hold a seance as a lark and the disturbances began again. The following year, a dwarf skeleton accompanied by a brass figure of a demon was found under the kitchen floor. Margaret called the priest to perform a second exorcism and the remains were given an appropriate burial the haunting stop. So, kind of interesting. A couple of different ghost stories to consider, and you've got to start wondering about those cats. There are a few other stories that uh, actually I think we will get to right after we do a few commercial messages. So we'll take a look at the demon cat and another demon cat story. Two of them, in fact, right after this.
1: Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors! Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away.
0: Paranormal Pets is brought to you by PetCare RX, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. Pet Care RX offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings up to 50%. And if you find a lower price on a certified EPA and FDA approved medication, Pet Care RX will match that price. So go to petcarerx.com. Use promo code Paranormal10. P-A-R-A-N-O-R-M-A-L The number 10 And receive $10 off orders of $50 or more
1: There's a movement afoot ShoeBuy.com Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping ShoeBuy.com The world's greatest shoe store
0: Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code PARANORMAL at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash paranormal to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
1: Let's talk pets.
0: Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. 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 PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host.
2: And welcome back. We are looking at demon cats, and so here is our next demon cat story. This is by Lady Francesca Wilde. The cat of foregoing legend had evidently charming manners and was well-intentioned, but there are other cats of evil and wicked ways that are in fact demons or witches who assume the cat form in order to get easy entrance to a house and spy over everything. There was a woman in Connemara, the wife of a fisherman, and as he always had very good luck she had plenty of fish at all times stored away at the house ready for market. But to her great annoyance she found that a great cat used to come in at night and devour all the best and finest fish, so she kept a big stick by her and determined to watch. One day, as she and a woman were spinning together, the house suddenly became quite dark, and the door was burst open, as if by a blast of the tempest, when in walked a huge black cat, who went straight up to the fire and turned around and growled at them. "'Why, surely this is the devil,' said the young girl, who was by the by sorting the fish. "'I'll teach you to call me names,' said the cat, and jumping at her, he scratched her arm till the blood came there now he said you will be more civil another time when a gentleman comes to see you and with that he walked over to the door and shut it closed to prevent any of them from going out for the poor young girl while crying loudly from fright and pain had made a desperate rush to get away just then a man was going by and hearing the cries he pushed open the door to try and get in but the cat stood on the threshold and would let no one pass on this the man attacked him with the stick and gave him a sound blow the cat however was more than his might in the fight for it flew at him and tore at his face and his hands so badly that the man at last took to his heels and ran as fast as he could now it's time for my dinner said the cat going up to examine the fish that were laid out on the tables i hope the fish is good today now don't disturb me or make fuss i can't help myself with that he jumped up and began to devour all the best fish while he growled at the woman way out of this, you wicked beast, she cried, giving it a blow with the tongs that would have broken its back, but only it was a devil. Out of this, no fish shall you have today. But the cat only grinned at her and went on tearing and spoiling and devouring the fish, evidently not the bit worse for the blow. On this, the woman attacked it with sticks and struck hard blows enough to kill it on which the cat glared at them and spit fire then making a leap it tore their hands and arms till the blood came again and then frightened the women from the house but presently the mistress returned carrying with her a bottle of holy water looking in she saw the cat still devouring the fish and not minding so she crept over quietly and threw the holy water on it without a word No sooner was this done than a dense black smoke filled the place, through which nothing could be seen but the two red eyes of the cats, burning like coals in the fire. Then the smoke gradually cleared away, and she saw the body of the creature burning slowly till it became shriveled and black like a cinder, and it finally disappeared. And from that time the fish remained untouched and safe from harm, for the power of the evil one was broken, and the demon cat was seen no more." And just as an addendum, it says cats are very revengeful, and one should be very careful not to offend them. A lady was in the habit of feeding the cat from her own table at dinner, and no doubt giving it a choice morsel, but one day there was a dinner party, and the pussy was quite forgotten. So she sulked and plotted revenge, and that night after the lady was in bed, the cat, who hid herself in the room, sprang at the throat of her friend and mistress, and bit her so fiercely that in a week the lady died of virulent blood poisoning. Yet it is singular that the blood of a black cat is esteemed of wonderful power when mixed with herbs for charms and also great efficacy and potions for the cure of disease, but three drops of the blood are sufficient and it is generally obtained from nipping off a small piece of the tail. Ooh, So I will have to remember that I think this is our last story for this episode. We might, might get one or two more in. The Black Cat continued, and this is on Pawprints and Purrs Incorporated. Education is the key to awareness. The page is the lore of the cat. The Demon. When the black cat appeared as an embodiment of the devil, all known aspects of evil were presumed focused on it. Sometimes the power of darkness were split up and the cat would appear in a variety of demonic guises. In some of the earliest legends, feline demons emerge from water. An ancient Chinese work tells of a cat who was owned by an emperor. It was bathing in a pool of water after three days of rain when it suddenly transformed into a dragon and flew off, never to be seen again. As a beast of prey, the cat is a monster of fur, fangs, and claws. Its greatest force lies in its claws. With these, it seizes its prey. Their grip is so tenacious that nothing can break it. It is significant to note that the devil has been known as Old Scratch, a Scandinavian equivalent of Old Nick. One of the world's greatest stories of heroic combat must surely be that in which the legendary King Arthur fought in Switzerland with a monstrous cat. A 14th century French manuscript, Le Roman de Merlin, gives a lively, if blood curling, count of the fight, which was among Arthur's most dangerous exploits. It first tells of a man who was fishing one day in Lake Geneva, and caught in his net a black kitten. He fed it and gave it at home, but it soon became much larger than most cats. Finally, it strangled not only the befriending fisherman, but also his wife and children. After this, the monster fled to the mountains. A cat, full of the devil, that is so great and ugly that it is a horrible sight to be on the lake, became a terror to the countryside, destroying all who came within its reach. Arthur and his knights, led by the magician Merlin, set out to encounter this feline demon. After they had climbed up mountain sides, Merlin pointed out the deep caves which he knew to be the cat's lair. He warned the heroes to be ready to defend themselves. When they had all drawn back, he whistled to rouse the animal, immediately appeared at the entrance, and took one great leap at Arthur. The king received this onslaught with his spear, but the cat broke the weapon to pieces in his mouth. Then the ferocious beast sprang at Arthur's throat, but he used his shield so expertly that it fell to the ground. After Arthur had struck the cat on its head so that its skin was cut by the sword, the animal seized him by the shoulders and its claws and his shield so that they could not be extracted. The king had to cut its forelegs off, but when he ran with his sword toward the fallen cat, it flew at his throat, gripping at him with its hind feet and biting his chest and shoulders till they were streaming with blood. Arthur finally managed to free himself, but only by cutting off its hind legs. The mutilated monster again fell to the ground and began to slither off in the direction of its cave. With a heroic struggle at an end, Arthur pressed forward and killed the cat. From then on, the mountain was called Dulac, which was known as Duchat. It is said that Arthur disappeared after this terrible fight, and there is a tradition that he was actually slain by the cat. An early Welsh legend tells of a savage kitten with which Arthur was indirectly connected and which grew up to be one of the three plagues of Anglesey. In about 800 BC, the Britons worshipped Cirodon, the mother goddess, often took the form of a sow. The legend tells how a sow called Henwyn, who was very big with young, lived in Cornwall where she was tended by her keeper, called. It had been prophesied that Britain would be injured by her progeny, so when Henwin was about to furrow, Arthur collected together the country's forces and set out to destroy her. He chased her down to Land's End, but did not kill her, for she swam out to sea with the swineherd hanging on to onto her by her bristles. The huge sow landed at a number of places. In them she brought forth three grains of wheat, one of barley, one grain of rye, three bees, a pig, a wolf-cub, and an eaglet for all of which gifts the places became famous finally Henwen landed with coal at aaron here under a black stone she bore a kitten by so doing they brought disaster into the country for it was this kitten which became the ferocious pollock cat notoriously known as the molester of the isle of men wild cats are notoriously fierce and will attack a man without provocation the cat of mountain haunts heraldic devices and the McIntosh family's motto, touch not a cat but without a glove, it is an indication of the animal's reputation. The French name for wild cat is harat, a word cognate with the English carry, which is associated with pillage, plunder and destruction. From the East comes tiger stories of phantom cats. The Japanese to whom the cat is the tiger who eats from the hand have a legend which tells of a feline djinn which actually demanded human sacrifice. A knight who was traveling in the mountains spent a night in a ruined temple. Just before midnight he was abruptly awakened and found beside him a number of ghostly cats which were dancing and loudly chanting, Don't tell Shipparataro about it. When midnight struck, they disappeared. The next day, when the knight resumed his travels, he came to a village whose inhabitants appeared to be very distressed. They explained to him that the day had arrived on which the annual tribute must be paid to the feline jinn of the mountain. The most beautiful maiden of the village had to be put in a cage. The terrible phantom cat would drag her to his lair, the ruined temple, and there it would slowly devour her. On hearing this pathetic tale, the knight recalling his experience of the previous evening, asked who Ciparetto was. He was told that it was the name of a big, brave dog who belonged to the local prince. The knight thought the dog could disperse the phantom cat, so he went to the prince. He explained the plight of the villagers. The prince loaned him Schiparetto, and the knight took him to the cage, prepared for the maiden victim. Helped by the village youths, the knight then carried the letter to the temple, where he and Schiparetto kept watch until midnight. When the phantom cats appeared, they had with them, as their leader, an enormous tomcat, which prowled round the cage, uttering screams of anticipatory delight. Suddenly, the knight flung open the cage door, and Schiparetto sprang forth, grabbing the great cat between his teeth, In a flash, the knight drew his sword and succeeded in slaying the ferocious beast. Sheporetto soon dispersed the rest of the cats, and the village was released from its annual persecution. In the 6th century, the Chinese believed in cat specters. An ancient story is told of a man called To, whose mother was said to serve a cat specter. When cat specters killed anybody, the possessions of the victim were secretly drawn to the house where the demon frequented. In A.D. 595, according to the story, the empress was suffering from an unaccountable illness. People said that To, who wanted money for liquor, had persuaded his mother to utter her spells and send the cat specter to the palace to bewitch the empress into bestowing gifts on him. The emperor was advised that the only way to put an end to this spectral evil was by killing the person from whom it emanated. The next time To's female slave appeared at the palace gate, she was met by police and told to call back the cat specter. This she did by setting out a bowl of rice gruel and drumming on it with a spoon. When the cat spectre answered her call, the slave went blue in the face and moved about as if she were being tailed. The emperor was on the point of ordering To and his wife to commit suicide when Toh's brother arrived at the palace on their behalf, begging for mercy. To was granted his life, but he was divested of all of his dignities, and his wife was made a Buddhist nun. The emperor lost no time in seeking out all families who had kept cat specters, and he banished them to remote parts of China. It was believed by some Chinese in this period that after death, people sometimes changed themselves into cats in order to take revenge on their enemies. A court lady whose empress had sentenced her to death threatened to return and change the latter into a rat so that, in cat form, she could throttle her. Orientals say that if one is afraid of cats, one must have been a rat in one's last incarnation. There are European tales of cat goblins in some parts of province. people say that it is unwise for travelers to answer anyone who speaks to them after sundown. The danger is that they might be accosted by one of those earth spectres which are neither good enough to be angels nor bad enough to be devils but are mischievous to humans. Such demons most often appear as cats blazing eyes and pale luminous bodies. They move with supernatural speed so it is useless to attempt to run away from them. The only advice given to travelers who meet them is to cover their eyes, call on the saints for help, and make for the nearest lighted cottage. Slavic peasants try to avoid meeting black cats late at night, for they believe them to be demonic, and liable to seize and destroy lonely travelers. Stories are told in Scottish Highlands of elven cats, described as large black beasts with arched back, erect bristles and white spots dotted over their chests. Cats of the Isle of Man are said to have their own king. This king appears as an ordinary cat during the day, but at night when he assumes full regal powers, he travels across the countryside in a fiery state. If anyone has treated him badly during the daytime, he will seek them out and take terrible vengeance on him. Cats are natural prey teasers. To humans, the way a cat plays with its wounded prey is cruel. To play cat and mouse is to pretend to let go of someone within one's power while in fact one is still holding him a prisoner. People who live within the sphere of action, any of these feline demons must have known what it was like to live under the cat's paw, for they appear to have enjoyed an untormented existence only at the cat's sufferance. That was a longer article than I thought but it is actually quite interesting and that article covered a heck of a lot of material on our friendly or not so friendly feline friends enemies, demons, etc so with that story I will again do what I have done in the past and post these web links for you to read and peruse on your own just remember to be very kind to your cats because it appears actually that they are quite capable of enacting a lot of vengeance. I hope that you and yours have a safe and happy and haunted Halloween. Stay safe, keep your pets safe. You might want to keep your black cats indoors despite what the stories may say. And um, always remember to support your local pet rescues. There is no trick or treat for these guys. There are only treats if you adopt them. Uh, They've already undergone their unfortunate tricks. So Please, please, please remember to support animal rescue, animal shelters, etc. I knew that uh, the pugs and I, eh, we might be out trick-or-treating. We'll see. Take care. Pet Life Radio
1: presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected.